often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 582. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox Penthouse, my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder. That is the three-legged cat that I call my roommate. He's behind me, laying on a container near the window. He'll probably chime in at some point or attack me. That's what he likes to do. That's how he keeps me, you know, in check. <laughs> this is more like I'm the sidekick. Ah, uh, which uh, I've been meaning to check it out. Now that I think about it, I was kind of curious about uh, the origin of the term sidekick. So I, I, I will do a Google search. As I mean, I'm sure it comes from a comic book. Probably, you know, Superman or Batman. Some of the, well, not Superman. Probably Bat. Uh, Here we go. Sidekick. Oh, it it goes back further. It goes back further. According to Wikipedia. (laughs) Okay, according to Wikipedia, it says a sidekick is a slang expression for a close companion or colleague who is or is generally regarded as subordinate to those whom they accompany. Uh, Origins, the first recorded use of the term dates from 1896. It is believed to have originated in pickpocket slang of the late 19th century. The kick was the front pocket of a pair of trousers believed to be the pocket safest from theft. Thus, by analogy, a sidekick was a person's closest companion. One of the earliest recorded examples of a sidekick may be Enkidu, who played a sidekick role to Gilgamesh after they became allies in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Other early examples are Achilles and Patroclus in the Iliad and Moses and Aaron in the Old Testament. Uh, but yeah, sidekick. Uh, I. That's interesting. Started from pickpocketing. Good to know. Good to know. Agent Mulder is like my front pocket <laughs> in my pants, which... Whenever I've traveled abroad, uh, or I guess to, uh, like any big city and stuff, uh, and I know I'm going to be walking around a lot in large groups of people, I bring a separate, a different wallet, the smaller wallet, and I typically keep it in my, I guess, my sidekick. My, uh, <laughs> which is interesting because nowadays kick or kicks refers to like shoes. These days, a slang term. I don't think anybody refers to pants as kicks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I've i always been concerned about, you know, being robbed in uh, large groups of people, uh, being at, like, an airport or uh, just areas where there's, like, uh, massive groups of people walking around. And so, yeah, I've always, like, kept uh, smaller amounts of shit on me and keep it in my sidekick, (laughs) which sounds messed up because I refer to Agent Fox Mulder as my sidekick. I'm not keeping my money and stuff inside the cat. That's going to be a bit awkward. It, you know, for him, it's going to really suck. But then also, you know, how do I retrieve it if it's inside him? And how do I put it in there to begin with? Am I, like, putting inside a treat? (laughs) A rarely large tree, which he's going to have to chew. He's not going to be able to swallow that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, these are tricky things. <laughs> uh, but I think he's my sidekick in the like superhero sense. As, uh, you know, like, uh, Batman Robin, that sort of thing. Or more like a late night TV talk show, like, uh, Conan and Andy Richter or Johnny Carson and, 
Yes, Ed McMahon. <laughs> uh, Ed McMahon. I believe I've mentioned this before in the podcast probably several times, but uh, there was a, 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 I almost ran into Ed McMahon, like literally, not figuratively. Uh, there was uh, my mother and I were Christmas shopping at a mall in the St. Louis area. I mean, it wasn't in St. Louis. I don't recall. I guess it was. Was it the St. Louis Mills? No, I don't think it was the St. Louis Mills Mall. I don't remember which mall it was. But he had just put out a book. I don't think it was too many years before he died. Um, which, yeah, he died in 2009. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't know what year it was. But he put out a book. And it was... uh. He was out doing signings for it, and he was at. I'm pretty sure that's why he was at at the mall, at least. Um. Which oh man, he put out oh he had uh, <laughs> had quite a few books. Interesting. Um. He put a book out in German. What I don't know what that's all about. Maybe that's just German pressing. I'm not sure. Not sure what the hell that's all about. Uh. Oh, some of these are books not that he put out, but uh, had something to do with Mr. McMahon. Um, to do. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what. Like, uh, I get. There's a few. Like, here's a, he just wrote a foreword. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? I think this might be the book. It was Here's Johnny, My Memories of Johnny Carson, The Tonight Show, and 46 Years of Friendship. I'm assuming that was the book. He was That was t- put out in 2005. So it was probably around 2005. Not that it really matters. <laughs> it was it was a long time. It was almost 20 years ago. And we're just uh, walking through the mall, again, doing Christmas shopping, and my mom's like... Uh, Hey, uh, there's Ed McMahon, and I look, like, right next to me, and I mean, I almost, I mean, I, I don't think I was close to actually running into him, but, I mean, he was, like, within arm's length of me. I was like, oh, shit. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> that is Ed McMahon. <laughs> it's just such a weird thing. That was probably the most famous person, like, I've stood next to, at least. I mean, I've shook the hand of Kevin Pollock, but I would say that, uh, Ed McMahon was far more famous than Kevin Pollack. Well, I mean, Kevin Pollack's been in some, you know, uh, very big movies. I mean, he was in fucking A Few Good Men. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than that. As uh, A Few Good Men and... Uh, I mean, he's been, he's been in a lot of movies. I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah. Either way, yeah, he's been a stand-up comedian forever. I love me some Kevin Pollack. He was in The Usual Suspects, which was a fantastic movie. But again, I don't think that's nearly as big as Ed McMahon. I mean, maybe not so much these days, but when Ed McMahon was still around, I mean, he was on The Tonight Show for fucking ever with Johnny Carson and, of course, uh, The Publisher's Clearinghouse. People knew him from that. uh, I mean, he's given people millions of dollars. It's like... Yes, yes, you are a winner, correct? Ha ha. Uh, but uh Yeah, that uh good old good old Ed. Good Ed, Ed McMahon. Ed, you <laughs> weird wild crazy stuff. Um my laptop is I'm trying to close out <laughs> the Jazzler program which I used to play the theme song and it's being being silly being a pain in the ass anyway oh hey it finally worked all right now things can hopefully (laughs) get uh moving here i'm a i'm a little off my game i guess because this week was the first time in right at about a year that i've taken vacation the last time i took vacation was uh at the end of my tenure at magnet which was last October. It's, you know, October now. And, uh, which, well, I guess I had like one or two days off in 
November because I think there was the last week I was there. Um, I had like one or two days. I had a couple of days off that last week, and uh, it had a couple of days in November. I don't remember if I had anyway. It's it's right at about a year. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I've gone a long time without taking a fucking vacation day. But you know, when you start a new job, you don't get a whole lot of vacation time. Uh, and I was used to having like three weeks worth of vacation. And then to go to zero, I was like, fuck me. And I was concerned uh, because, you know, the uh, bills here at the uh, penthouse are, are a bit large. And uh, if there was a moment where I had to take a day off, which I get sick time. Again, I didn't, you know, start with sick time. you got to build it up over time. But, uh... <laughs> They sometimes like to, uh, at uh, Can Am where I work at, uh, now. Uh, they uh, they sometimes will give an extra day for like a holiday, but it's not paid. And the only way to get paid for that, which I've, they've only done this once or twice since I've been there. I think they might have done it twice. Um, but uh, the only way to get paid is to take a vacation day for it. I think they did do it twice. Um, which I'm all for having an extra day, but like you know, I need to get paid for it. <laughs> can't can't go without the money <laughs> really, really need that cash and so yeah I've been apprehensive to take any vac even once I started really receiving some vacation time it was like yeah maybe don't use it and this job is vacation will actually roll over unlike when I was at Magnus vacation did not roll over if you did not take that time it was just gone you were fucked out of it and uh <clears throat> But yeah, this uh, it rolls over now, so I, I don't have to worry. Not all of it. I th- it's up to a certain point, and so uh, <clears throat> I have to worry so much about uh, not using all my vacation time. Uh, <clears throat> so that so that's fun. Anyway, <laughs> so I took a vacation day, and uh, you know, not having a whole lot of time off, and we've been working a lot of Saturdays lately, and. Uh, uh, a little bit of overtime through the week. I'd prefer to work. Uh, I'd like to work overtime during during the week because I I do need the cash right now. Um, uh, but they've only been having us work like four hours during the week, and apparently we're the rest of the year we're on eight hours, and which sucks. Hoping <laughs> they need me to stay here and there. Um, but uh, anyway. It was, I haven't had time to do, you know, the things I need to do a lot from working so damn much. And since I took these days off, uh, <laughs> I was like, you know what, I'll go ahead and do some shit that I needed to do. And so uh, I changed the oil in my car um, Thursday, which uh, I was driving for a while beforehand to go ahead and pick up the oil and shit that I needed. And uh, normally, normally I don't do that. Normally I get the stuff in advance <laughs> and uh, have it ready to roll before uh, the day comes that I'm going to change the oil. And I usually change it when the engine's fairly cold. Like maybe drive it a, a little bit, but I drove it for a while <laughs> before changing the oil. And uh, that got a little messy. It got a little messy. Is the when it, also you know uh, the uh, <laughs> like the drain plug and stuff, all that stuff that I had to undo uh, was a little on the hot side, a little on the hot side, and uh, <laughs> that made it a little difficult trying to like uh, take the the bolt off. <laughs> it was it was a little warm, but I'm used to getting burnt at work, so it's not that big of a deal for me these days. And uh, I misjudge just how fast the oil is going to come out um, <laughs> when draining it. And uh, I did not set the oil pan in quite the right position because I'm used to, again, the engine being a little cold. And uh, uh, let's just say the oil shot all over me. I just got blasted with that gooey substance. Uh, <laughs> well, not all over me, but I did get it like, on my arm, a little on my face. And uh, it went all over the ramp because I drive my car up on ramps. So I had to uh, clean some oil off the uh, garage floor there. And uh, that was fun. 
And uh, I was trying to do it real quick because, like, I, I've changed the oil now on that car at least a handful of times. Um, they say you can go, like, uh, in the manual, something like nine months or something ridiculous as long as you use the, the right uh, type of oil, like the full synthetic and, like, the all that good good stuff. I've never pushed it that far. Uh, the longest I've gone is maybe six months. But like, uh, I, I try to keep it within like six months or so. Like, uh, uh, which the last time I did it was, uh, May, the end of May. It was basically June. So, I mean, it was only a few months, really four months, which, you know, standard car, like if you're doing, you know, back in the day, like, uh, you know, you doing like five W 30 or whatever, <laughs> Uh, it used to be, you know, like three months was generally the rule of thumb for changing the oil. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been doing, I do it roughly on average around every six months or so. Um, and I, like the oil's always been, uh, seems fairly, fairly clean still when I, when I, uh, change it and I haven't had any performance issues. So I think I'm, you know, doing all right with it. Um, yeah, but it was, it was messy this time. Cause I was like, uh, in the past I've been more careful. Like the first time I did it, I was, I watched all kinds of videos on how to change the oil. <laughs> Cause the minis, you know, were a little bit different. They, the oil filters are strange. Like it's not your typical oil filter. There's a housing on it that has a drain plug on the housing for the oil filter that is convenient if you can get that drain plug off there and just drain the oil filter before taking it off because if you just take the oil filter off without draining it first, like, man, you get shit everywhere. Um, however, <laughs> the first time I did it, I managed to get the drain plug off and put it back on there without fucking it up. Last couple times I changed it, uh, I stripped out the dam or busted the <laughs> the plug there for the oil filter. And so now I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to – because it's just like plastic – that that bolt is super easy to when you're tightening it back on there to fucking break the damn thing, and uh, so I'm just like fuck it, and I've I've quit taking that off, and I just take the whole oil filter off, or the whole housing, and take the to take the uh, filter off without draining it, and that creates a big mess, warm warm mess, just this good good full synthetic oil just all over me. And uh, <laughs> great thing to do on your day off. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did that, and I I did run on the Katy Trail. That was, and I, I haven't been running much at all. You know, it's been almost a month since I ran, and it was a nice day, beautiful day to run out on the Katy. I'm glad I did it on Thursday because the weather on Friday really sucked ass, and uh, <clears throat> that was my one of my my treats. For being off. Like, let's go out and <laughs> suffer on the Katy Trail. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So then Friday rolled around. Friday the 13th. And uh, I, uh, <clears throat> I had been planning on streaming on Twitch there. Well, uh, b- before I did that, I guess, I, you know, did more awesome stuff. Which this I didn't plan on doing. It was just... I had to reschedule. Uh, I had a dentist appointment. <laughs> and uh, originally it was going to be like a couple weeks from now after work. But uh, somebody, I don't know if it's the dental assistant I usually go to these days or who it was, but somebody was on maternity leave. And uh, so it threw off all their appointments and uh, that uh, those after-work appointments are really sought after. That's what everybody wants. They don't have to take off work. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had to reschedule. So I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I'm already off this day. Might as well go in then. <laughs> so I, I really know how to party these days for my vacation. Um, but, man, I, I am definitely thinking about doing more shit on vacation as uh, I want to get back to just, like, having a reset, having a th- – travel somewhere and just have a reset that's just there's nothing compares to that and to be able to look forward to that all year anyway uh, yeah I did 
I did end up streaming on Twitch for a couple of hours on Friday the 13th. Of course, I was binge-watching Friday the 13th movies. I, I forgot to neglect or neglected to mention that like all this week I've been watching Friday the 13th as uh watched the original number 2, number 3 and 4 like sequentially. Like the first one I was kind of not paying attention too much other than when that awesome kill of Kevin Bacon comes out where uh, they fucking shove the arrow through his fucking neck. Like, that's pretty epic. <laughs> it's a classic. And uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I, yeah, I skipped, skipped five and then went to six and uh, been through most of seven. I, th- I think I might go ahead and like go up at least to Jason, uh, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan. Just at least for that kill where Jason just fucking knocks the head off that guy. <laughs> Does the boxing thing, the boxer guy. That one's pretty great. Um, it's one of the best kills in the series. And uh, and he's in Manhattan. Um, also, he's on a boat, so it's all like Lonely Island. I'm on a boat, motherfucker, look at me. Got my swim trunks, my flippy floppies, which I don't think, Jason had either one of those. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a, uh, I ended up getting a USB NES controller for my uh, PC. And uh, I hooked that up and had an emulator running the uh, Friday the 13th NES game. And I played that one a little bit on stream while wearing my Jason Voorhees mask, which. I didn't get much in the way of viewers <laughs> for that. And uh, I don't think my frame rate was that good either. The quality of the stream looked kind of shitty. As man, I, I need I need to upgrade my PC a little bit. Like get at least like a better graphics card and shit, which kind of sucks. I don't want to end up having to do that. But, you know, these... These are issues that sometimes happen. I wonder if my other laptop might my other laptop might do better for that. Maybe if I use that stream with that's that seems iffy. <laughs> uh, I could try to do that though. There's less stuff on that, and maybe I don't know if the graphics card is any better. And it's running uh Linux Mint. I'm not sure. It may not do so hot. Either way, uh. Yeah, I did that, and then, of course, I played the uh, Friday 13th game that came out uh, a few years ago. Was it 2017-ish, 2016-ish? That Ilphonic and Gun Media put out, uh, which I fucking love that game. I've been talking about playing, you know, streaming it on Friday the 13th for a while. And, uh, yeah, I only got a couple of viewers. I got <laughs> a total of, like, four or five and pretty much every time a stream, I think this happens to anybody that's uh, has little to no viewers on stream. Um, it's nonstop solicitation on there. Like every new stream I start is somebody going, hey, would you like to buy some art? They'll start out and be like, hey, you got a nice stream going on and like compliment you up and all this shit. And then be like, hey, are you interested in buying some art? And like, no. They don't put it that way. Would you like to see my friend's art? <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was it was fun playing that game. I wasn't sure how well I would do, considering I hadn't played it in years. It was probably I think I might have played it a little bit in 2020, and uh, I mean it was pandemic days. I didn't have a whole lot going on. There was a period of time during the pandemic where I was only working every other day throughout the week. And it was like some weeks it'd be like two days and the next week would be three. (laughs) And I don't, it may not have even been eight hour shifts, man. It was ridiculous. And, uh, as an adult, man, with the exception of like one month where I didn't work, I think I had one like in between jobs between uh ornamental the uh, job and magnet. I think there was maybe one month there where I didn't work at and I was twenty years old at that time. <laughs> so basically in the last like twenty one, twenty two years, 
Like that that pandemic stretch was the longest I've gone with uh, with a little amount of work. Um, but even with that one month I was off, I mean, shit, I, it, there was at least like two months where my hours were cut drastically. So I mean, it was a longer stretch of not working a whole lot. <laughs> Uh, but I played a lot of video games through that stretch <laughs> and guitar. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so I hadn't played it since since probably right there at the beginning of the pandemic. I feel like that was probably the last time I really got into that game. And it's c- kind of cool. I mean, the game, they're going to be shutting their servers down and stuff. I don't remember if it was the end of the year or sometime next year. Um. And uh, they've marked the game down to like it's sells for like right at like five dollars I think uh, on everywhere, uh, Steam, PlayStation Network, all that sort of stuff. And at the end of the year, I know you can't buy it anymore after December. <laughs> and uh, they made it to where you can um, get your order automatically level 150 uh and uh let me just see here do 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 there's not news on that um <laughs> i'm wondering if you can get the savini jason but uh i'm not seeing i don't think they unlocked that um but uh do 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 they, uh, they, yeah, uh, but they made it to where, yeah, you're level 150, and, uh, you can, you know, all the kills and everything are unlocked, so you don't need fucking experience anymore, and you can put all the kills. I don't think it's, like, all the content like Savini Jason. Um, as, uh, <laughs> there's a change.org. There was a petition at one point, make Savini Jason available. <laughs> uh, that's pretty great. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, if you're going to play it, which it was kind of cool. I actually got some games going. I think people were ex- uh, back on the servers. It didn't take as long as I would have thought to get a game going. Um, the, I mean, it took a few minutes here and there and some of them. But uh, it was surprisingly, uh, I was able to get a few games going. And uh i i had some fun doing it although it did seem kind of glitchy at points there was one game where it just completely locked up and just booted me uh and uh it was uh i mean it it's it's fucking uh you know still a classic game it it fucking holds up i love that fucking game and it's cool if you, I mean, if you've never even played it, to just like jump on there, I and mean, you can unlock basically everything except for Savini Jason. <laughs> and uh, I did all right. I wasn't sure how well I would do. Um, I was Jason for a couple of rounds, and I managed to kill uh, several people. Um, I don't think I had anybody escape on me again. Like uh, one of the rounds, the thing just fucking locked up on me. Is there was a some kind of a glitch, glitched out, and the server just booted me, <laughs> and uh, there was, I was playing as a counselor, and I think that one, uh, the who I guess who was playing Jason just fucking exited the game, or maybe it just booted him, and then uh, I was like, oh, you survived. I was like, well, that was unepic. I wanted to do it the old-fashioned way and uh, get the uh, the keys for the car and do all, all that stuff or call the cops. Uh, but so I wasn't even sure how well I'd remember how, uh, all the shit, but it came back like riding a bike, man. Playing Jason, like I knew how to fucking travel and warp and all that that good shit. And, uh, oh man, there was a solid team. The, the, the time that it locked up while I was playing Jason, though, like, and I couldn't do anything anymore. Nobody could. There was no attacking. You could run. That was it. <laughs> I, uh, I was fighting a team that were, they knew what was up. They knew what was up. They had gotten Jason's mom's sweater. Sweater? Sweater. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
my tongue is not working properly. Anyway, they got Jason's mom's sweater. Like, must have been like right off the bat. I killed one person, and they got Tommy Jarvis. Which, again, if you're if you play if you're unfamiliar with the game, you can kill Jason, but it takes a bit. You got to get somebody to go to Jason's cabin, which the none of the, I mean none of the counselors know where that's at, and. uh even if you find a map, I don't think it actually states... Because for the counselors to look at a map, you have to find a map. And uh, <clears throat> I don't think it shows where Jason's uh, uh, cabin's at. Um, it's kind of hidden, so you kind of have to guess where... Or just be lucky by running and, and finding it. Um, and then, of course, there's probably ways... I'm sure people know how to do it now if they've you know seasoned players and uh but you got you got to go in there to get his mother's sweater and he gets alerted which I wasn't paying attention I didn't catch it when uh they must have gone in to get the, the sweater otherwise I would have teleported there and tried to fuck him up <laughs> but again it had been several years since I played and uh <clears throat> The because uh, his mother says something to him like when they enter the cabin, and but they got that sweater like immediately. And then uh, once I came up, they had the whole team together, and Tommy Jarvis again. I had already killed one person, so Tommy Jarvis was back, bitches. And uh, <clears throat> they had the whole team together. They all had weapons, <laughs> and I went in and it, uh, to get the kill on Jason. One of the characters, I think it has to be a female, has to be wearing the sweater. And then, of course, uh, you have to knock Jason's mask off, which means you got to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and he does have health, but you can't see the health. you got to get him to a certain amount of health. Once the mask's off, I think he's down quite a bit. But somebody has to have the mask in their inventory, if I remember correctly. It might have to be Tommy. And then I think you have to have the machete. Uh, have Tommy with the machete, and then uh, fucking axe uh, machete him to the fucking head. Once the you know all of the uh, necessary things are in place, and of course uh, whoever's wearing the sweater, the female can stun Jason with that, and then uh, like it, it's a whole process. But this team was on it, man. They were on it. Um, they were in a, a fairly large cabin. I go in there and I can tell like, Ooh man, they're, they just might kill me. And they fucked me up a little bit. The, uh, girl with the sweater stunned me. <laughs> they knocked my mask off by beating the shit out of me. And I'd gotten some good swings on a few of them though. So then I was like, then I ended up just teleporting away, uh, and picking up some more, uh, knives to throw at them. <laughs> And then I went out and I put traps <laughs> on the outside of their cabin that they were all huddled in. And I was able to start taking them out. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Dude, you motherfuckers just fucked up. Because <laughs> uh, I was pretty good at one point. I helped out killing Jason a few times. I don't think I was ever Tommy, though, and got the kill. I know I helped out a couple times in a, in a kill on Jason, which is pretty pleasing. Um... But I used to be pretty damn good as Jason, and uh, <clears throat> using my part for Jason, and I was I thought I was making it like because I knew immediately like man if I stay in this cabin they're gonna kill the kill this fucker this unkillable bastard, <laughs> and uh, I got smart to it I teleported out and like I was on my way to routing the whole team man I was uh, I I don't think I killed Tommy maybe I did. You kill Tommy Jarvis, it ain't happening. You're not killing Jason. <laughs> you got to escape. <laughs> but uh, I don't think they had done any work on trying to uh, fix any of the cars and stuff. I think I may have already had traps on the cars and shit. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was, like, so so close to making a big comeback. I had already killed, like, two or three, or, well, like, three of them or something? I'm not sure. And, uh, yeah, the game fucking fucked up and booted me out I was I was so disappointed and uh but there wasn't a whole lot of people watching me on stream so it wasn't like <laughs> wasn't a big letdown 
Um, I, uh, oh man, I, I'm, I'm still saddened though playing that game that uh, it's it's gonna be no more. And I was hoping that they would have more news on the new game on Friday Thirteenth. And uh, I'm rechecking it today, man. The Google search for the new Friday Thirteenth game, nothing, nothing new since like June. Like there's articles, a couple in July, but it's the same thing that was posted in June. So, as uh, that's a real pisser. <laughs> um, but uh, that being said, if you, I mean, if you're a big fan of Friday Thirteenth, there is the uh, shit. I'm gonna look this up. Um, fan-made film called uh, Never Hike Alone, which actually they have uh, like a prequel part to it that's also Never Hike in the Snow that uh, is... uh, It's pretty good stuff, and the uh, Never Hike in the Snow actually uh, has... The guy that played Tommy Jarvis in uh, Part Six, Jason Lives, and uh, there's uh, of course the Never Hike Alone. Like this, it's like a full length feature, and shit, it's rated six point eight out of ten uh, on IMDb, and it's it's well made. Got to say, well made. Womp Stomp Films, who uh, produced it, man, they they uh. I don't know what kind of budget they had, but they they did they got some good kills and stuff in there. Um, the Never Hike Alone is good, and then the uh, the prequel, which is very much shorter than Never Hike in the Snow, has uh well both of them have the original actor that played uh Tommy Jarvis, and I think in the Never Hike in the Snow, they have the cop and Jason lives that uh, is at the station that uh, they end up <laughs> locking up in the cell that uh, had the laser pointer on his gun. I think I think that's the actor that played him in there as the cop. On it. He plays the sheriff in this one. Uh, but they did just put out a sequel. I have not watched the sequel, which is Never Hike Alone 2. Um, I've heard it's good. <laughs> have not checked it out. They just put it out yesterday. So, I mean, that was kind of big news for Friday the 13th. And uh, Tommy Jarvis, I'm pretty sure, is in it yet again. So we may not be getting a legit canon Friday the 13th films, but uh, there's people putting out Friday the 13th uh, stuff. As uh, it is, it, it's worth it's worth a watch if you're a fan of the Friday the 13th and all all that all that jazz. Um. <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, that being said, I still don't see any other news on the game. As far as I know, the only movie-type related news is the fact that, you know, Hulu is it, I guess? Paramount Plus, one of the two, is putting out the uh, series, uh, Crystal Lake series. And uh, really, really really saddened I didn't get more news on the new game. As uh, I love the, uh, the last Friday 13th game. That was put out. That's my favorite survival horror, or whatever whatever you want to call those <laughs> type of, uh, what do they call it, asymmetrical horror games? I don't remember what they consider that. Um, I thought it was just fantastic. And uh, I, I hope they put that kind of care into the new one. Re- really sincerely hope that. Uh, and, uh, ooh, there's a picture of, Tom Savini putting a machete through a guy's head that's dressed like the the guy in the wheelchair from part three. Uh, that's epic. That's classic shit. You know, those. there's just something special about those uh, Friday 13ths that were made by Paramount. The uh, OGs that uh, were, uh, you know, one through eight. I mean the 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 music is a big part of it. The was it Harry Manfredini uh, that uh, did the score for that, and uh, that really draws you in. They do such a good job with that, and there's the build up of the uh, 
the whole you know backstory of Jason is good stuff. The, I mean, the movie series, the the original really was kind of a ripoff of uh, Halloween, if I remember correctly. That they were just basically trying to do their own Halloween, but I mean, it became its own thing, man. You got Jason in the lake. You got the 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 original is still a great film, even though Jason's not really in it other than the little boy jumping out of the water at the end, which is a great like reveal at the end. Him coming out and taking the girl out of the boat. It's fucking fantastic. I'd forgotten uh like just how good like part two was. It's been a while since I watched this stuff. And part two, even though, you know, he, he doesn't have the hockey mask yet. He's just got the bag over his head with a uh, one eye hole. <laughs> um you get a lot more of the story uh revealed about like Jason and stuff in there. There's uh a lot of uh like building on the the mythology to it as uh there's also classic kills in there and whatnot and uh you, that's when you get of course uh the uh the whole reason like with the the game with the mother and the sweater thing is because the lead uh the final girl in uh, part 2 there she uh she of course finds Jason's cabin and then uh, puts his mother's sweater on and, uh, you know, stuns Jason with that. And she starts, you know, telling him all that shit. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, oh, man, they really they really need to give me some kind of information on, uh, on this whole uh, <laughs> bit about the new game. I'm I'm just uh I I really I really need this in my life, you fuckers. <laughs> just give me some information. Uh but uh yeah, that was uh pretty much what I did on Friday thirteenth was stream that game and watch a lot of Friday the thirteenth games. Uh I did check out the uh Call of Duty uh Modern Warfare three beta and uh I got to say, I could, there's not much going on in the beta, which I mean, it's a beta. One would think they're not going to have a whole lot, but I was really saddened by the fact that, uh, I think pretty much like every fucking stage is a stage from an older call of duty. I'm like, uh, you know, that's great to hit. I mean, I don't mind, you know, there's some stages I really love too. And like, have like have them come back. That's great and all, but give me something new, man. Fuck something. Don't, don't keep, keep retreading all of it. Let's, let's see a little bit of new. What's, you know, what the hell's going on here? Um, which I'm going to check, check this out. Uh, but, see the maps I feel like they're oh shit god damn yeah there's are they all <laughs> uh man <clears throat> I feel like they're all like from different ones man they're bringing look, looking at something like ooh man it's cool that they're bringing that back like satellite and stuff but really not <laughs> not crazy about it um <clears throat> Do to do here on IGN it says there were four core multiplayer maps and one ground war map for the first weekend. The second weekend added a few others. Ba ba ba. It doesn't specify as what um <clears throat> what they are uh that they're new or old. But I feel like they're all just fucking um it does seem like they're all like retreads of old stage stages. Um, which I'm cool with, uh, again, with having a few that are retreads, but give me something new, man, something new. Uh, as, uh, rust is seen. And one cool, one of the cool things I think is they do have, at least in the beta, you do have the ability to vote 
on what the next map is going to be, which I feel like they've been needing to bring that back for a while. I don't know why they ever fucking got rid of that. It's uh, one shitty thing in multiplayer is not having the chance to, like, you know, choose, somewhat choose which stage you're going to next. And it, it that's a, a definitely a good uh, thing to add in there. I hope they can keep that going. I imagine they'll keep that for the final game. But, uh, yeah, because of the fact that it's, I mean, it didn't seem that different from uh, Modern Warfare 2. I mean, it, uh, I was playing it on PS5 is where I've been mainly playing on PC. So that kind of fucked me up a little bit going back to controller. Uh, that being said, uh, one of the things I did like that they added to it where the uh the lethal that you can use is a drone uh sort of like gren- grenade type thing. It's a drone but you don't really can like once you let it go it just flies on its own and you aim in the general direction of where you want it to go and uh if there's a enemy in the proximity it'll fly fly to them and uh blow up. Um <sighs> But it's it's almost like using like a really fast like Semtex. <laughs> is like the best way I can describe that. It's an interesting lethal. Um, I can see it getting a little crazy with uh, people constantly using those. As uh, I wish the beta had like drill charges. Drill charges have become like my favorite lethal to use by by and large, mainly because of the fact that. Uh, the riot shield in that game has become so prevalent. People fucking use that shit all the time. And the only way you can really defeat a riot shield <laughs> is with a drill charge. And hopefully you have one in stock. Um, other than that, I mean, you got to rely on the person to uh, be to be able to like sneak up on the person, like get them from the side, get them from behind, what what or what have you, or like uh, team up on them. Or, you know, Molotovs, I guess, work if you angle it, you know, get it just right. But those fucking riot shields are ridiculous. You know, you can throw a grenade blast as long as it hits them in the front and they got that shield down. Like, they'll survive that shit. These things are just magic. It doesn't matter what kind of round you're using. Fucking riot shield is it's going to fuck you up. <laughs> Which is just hilarious. Some guy with a just a fucking flimsy ass shield <laughs> running around. Uh, it's like rock paper scissors and uh, like a obscenely ridiculous version of rock paper scissors, where it's like gun, riot shield, drill charge. It's like uh, <laughs> their version of it. Um. But yeah, it, I mean, it's crazy. You would think a riot shield would degrade after being shot a few times, and that. Uh, but that's not how it works. Not how it works. It's the, I, I don't know if they they probably nerfed this, but I remember when Modern Warfare Two first came out, they had, uh, you could use the riot shield to like defend yourself from kill streaks so like there's the uh planes dropping bombs on your ass and shit just as long as you fucking it like <laughs> aim up while you're uh you got that riot shield out you're good <laughs> and yet you can be inside a building and that same uh kill streak will take you out inside the building it's like what the fuck but a riot shield you know layers of concrete's not going to protect me but this fucking right flimsy ass riot shield you're good it is the uh, <laughs> end all be all as far as uh, protection goes. You'll never get better than a fucking riot shield. Um, <laughs> apparently, that's all they need to send to Ukraine. Just send them a bunch of riot shields. Have them go right it. Or maybe that's what the Russians are doing. That's the, the problem there. Which now I'm thinking about... Israel and all that stuff. That's fun stuff. I mean, fucking horrible. But uh <clears throat> Yeah, that's a that's a whole mess right there. But it's been a, and it's been a mess for a 
you know, decades upon decades at this point. And, uh, there's obviously, you know, bad shit on both sides. I don't want to sound like Donald Trump here. Uh, not like the, you know, the, the Charlottesville or anything, but I mean, the Israelis have, uh, done the Israeli government that being has done fucked up shit to the Palestinians <clears throat> as, uh, d- obviously doesn't justify what, uh, Hamas did there. But, uh, yeah, we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> it is, uh, it's fucked up shit, man. And, uh, one would have to, you know, imagine with the massive war going on in Ukraine with all this funding and everything going towards that war with uh, the U.S. and all these people in the European Union and stuff f- giving funding to the Ukraine that it created perfect timing for something like that, like Hamas to attack Israel or, you know, any other war to break out because, like, hey, these people are uh, giving all their supplies and money over here. We can just go ahead and take this other shit and do what we want over here because they're kind of distracted. Which I'm surprised it took this long for another big conflict to break out <laughs> anywhere else other than uh, Ukraine, um, knowing that, you know, this this could happen. I know a lot of people have been talking about they expect China to take a, try to take a, uh, over Taiwan. So far, that hasn't happened. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as I'm recording this, who knows? <laughs> I, I don't want to jinx it. Um, as, uh, yeah, I don't even know why I, like, uh, I had to even, like, uh, bring that shit up. It's, uh, it's bad stuff. I try to keep it positive in here. Try, try to keep it light. As I'm staring at a Jason Voorhees hockey mask. <laughs> Maybe I should have worn that for the uh, podcast. It would have got me focused in the uh, in the groove, in the pocket. But I feel like it probably wouldn't sound quite right with the mask kind of kind of muffling my voice a little bit. Might make it slightly difficult. Just slightly. Ugh. I did. I have uh, also an update with the uh, straight razor. I did it again today, and I didn't have to clean up as much with my old razor. I was able to mainly shave with the straight razor, getting more comfortable with it. Um, as you know, I've been shaving for almost thirty years. I would hope it wouldn't take me too long to uh, get down shaving with a straight razor. I feel like I know my, my hair, how it grows in, all that shit. Uh, still not a master, though. I wish, I really wish I would have just gotten the old-fashioned, like, straight razor that you, you sharpen the blade with the stone and the strop instead of one where you just have a one single razor blade that's basically a, I mean, it's like a straight razor, but you just replace the, its disposable blades on it. I wish I would uh, reading reading reviews is what got me. They're like, "Hey, you know what? You shouldn't start with the old-fashioned straight razor that you sharpen. <laughs> you should do this first. Uh, well, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it gives you more. You have to. There's more of a curve, I guess. I mean, you have to fucking make sure your blade is sharp. There's that whole bit. But I feel like I could manage sharpening a blade." At this point in time. I mean, I, you know, I've done a lot of factory work <laughs> in the last couple of decades. I know a lot of other stuff about manufacturing things. And, uh, you know, I'm a MIG, do MIG welding now. That uh, I think I can manage, think I can manage sharpening a blade. Just saying. I I'm not like 15 year old uh, 15 year old just like starting to shave for the first time. <laughs> uh, but I mean I can always just buy one of those blades, as I do have. Uh, the just buying a a packet of uh, razor blades though of those type razor blades are pretty fucking cheap. It's way cheaper than buying 
like a Gillette Mach 5 or whatever have you, the Fusion, whatever the fuck brand, with the 30 blades <laughs> in one. Um, It's way cheaper than buying that, which is why I went that route. I didn't want to have to keep buying fucking razor blades. And uh, it gets rough using a dull blade <laughs> to shave with. It really cuts up the face and shit. So I was finally like, you know what? We need we needed the straight razor. And uh I'm still not that good at getting a real close shave with it. I I need to really get in there and I think I've been going too slow. Today I went a little bit faster with it. I think it, I'm improving slightly. And I I've yet to like give myself a major cut. Which is good. <laughs> Uh, uh, try like there was other things. I man, I I'm just not myself. That I've been off for a couple of days. I'm just like not with it. It's weird. The my body's more sore than it usually is. It's like what the fuck? I can't win. Like I'm constantly working a very physical job, which makes my shit really sore. And then I'm off for a couple of days, and I'm like, fuck, I'm really sore. <laughs> I think it, that's just part of being old, I guess. And, uh, yeah. I, uh, uh, at least now that I'm w- working a little less with the hours, at least concurrently, that's what their, their plan is. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get back into, into running a little bit and, uh, at least get myself in better physical shape. <laughs> That is, that's definitely a goal. And, uh, oh man, I've definitely been oh, thinking so much about another big vacation, although I really shouldn't do that, considering how much it would cost. Like, uh, I mean, I really would love to go back to Ireland again. And it, I can get a package deal for like nine days right around two grand between flight and hotel. That is if I stay in one hotel. And if I'm going to be in Ireland that many days, I'm probably not going to want to stay in the same place the whole entire trip. Which means I'd probably, probably do it differently. I would probably, you know, book the flight and the hotels separately. Um, Which means I'd probably end up paying a little bit more on the hotels. Um, Flight, I'm looking at probably if I were to do it like 1200 for the round trip flight roughly into Dublin and then uh yeah the the hotel I mean it's going to probably be around a grand for the fucking hotels the hotel stays then again 9 days it wouldn't really have to be 9 days maybe like keep it at 6 or 7 7 days um or you know the rest of my life you just there's <laughs> I don't know how I'd pull that one off but uh yeah the uh the the eating and stuff there I can keep that pretty cheap I don't when I've traveled before I don't usually go to very expensive places I I keep it I mean I can keep that to just a couple hundred bucks maybe like 200 bucks food that whole time uh, a lot of times I'll I'll get meals at hotels. I try to look for deals where I maybe get like free breakfast or stuff, and uh, that that sort of thing. That's always a nice bonus. You get the free breakfast buffet or what have you, uh, and then uh, tr- for the rest of the meals, just hit up like fucking Subway or something, <laughs> and then have like one one or two days where I go out and like really go to a place that have like a nice meal. And spend a little bit more. And then you factor in like day trips, uh, which I haven't priced them recently, but uh, I'll usually do a couple of different day trips. And that'll run. Uh, when I used to go all the time, it was like $65 for a day trip to, you know, maybe a little over 100 So I would imagine a trip to Ireland 
right now would end up costing me somewhere in the vicinity of $3,000. Which is roughly roughly what I spent the times I went. Um, then, you know, I, the prices on stuff, I mean, they're probably going to be a bit different than when I went. However, I think the price of the dollar to the euros uh beneficial to uh the dollar is uh let's see uh usd to euro okay oh no the euros ahead of the dollar again you sons of bitches <laughs> Damn, that sucks. There for a while, the euro, the dollar was ahead of the euro. Damn. Um, which makes me think. Oh. And the uh, shit, the pound is above the dollar again. There was a brief period of time there. I guess mainly uh, during the pandemic that it was, you know, the dollar was actually ahead. I haven't actually looked at this shit in a while. But, uh, damn. That sucks. But there was, uh, I think the times I went, though, it was a lot more in favor of, like, the pound or the, the euro. see here yeah well this is about what it was i guess the pound to the dollar i want to say because right now one pound sterling of course the you know this is so if you're in northern ireland or you're in uh which they use the pound they don't use the euro especially now that they're not in the european union but even when i was there and they were part of that they still use the pound which the pound is a dollar 21 currently and uh it was when I went, I think it was a dollar thirty something. Um as uh man, I would like to see. Yeah. But uh the pound is uh yeah, also ahead of the euro. Um damn you. As uh <laughs> my phone's not really working with me here. There we go. Whereas the euro is pretty much equal to the dollar, which when I went it was like a dollar ten, dollar twenty, something like that, for one euro. So, I mean, still would be question though is how bad did inflation affect, you know, uh, the prices on shit? I'm sure their stuff went up with the rest of the world. So I imagine the food's going to be more expensive, but I think the fact that the uh, euro and dollar are almost dead even, that it offset at least a little bit of the inflation, and therefore it wouldn't be too terribly more expensive for me to have the food there. I feel like the uh, day trips are might be a little bit more expensive, but at the end of the day, I might end up spending a... I mean, it's only like, you know, seven to nine days however long I'd spend there I might spend another hundred or two dollars due to inflation maybe a little bit more so I mean these the package deals with the hotels and the flights seem about what I paid before again I think I could get away with like three thousand dollars um so it's basically my one Adam Jones guitar <laughs> and an out put money into that. I could that could have been an Ireland trip. Um but it's I've had it for a, right at a year now, so I uh it's lasted me longer than an Ireland trip and I still enjoy playing it every day. So, I guess guess I'm not too heartbroken about that. But uh oh. It's so funny that I'm constantly wanting to leave and yet inside the penthouse here I've been here for over two years now. I still don't have any furniture in the downstairs. Uh, my only furniture is like in the upstairs, in the mainly in the main bedroom, and uh, it looks lived in. And it's like really the only room <laughs> that has furnishings. I have a little bit in the uh, guitar room, 
but it's mainly just guitar shit that's in there that I've added in there. And uh, I've done I've done stuff with the walls in there. I've done a little bit with the walls here too in the main bedroom, but like uh, that guitar room's actually a little bit bigger. Um, but this this particular room, it's just I don't know. It's you get the uh, the sun. There's bigger windows in here. You get more light uh, without having to turn on the lights and all that stuff. And it's just I don't know. It seems like a a better place to hang out. Most of the time. And it's also not right above the AC unit, which gets noisy as fuck, you know? So th- that's why this is like my main, my main stay, my main room. <laughs> it's got the, the, uh, tall ceilings in here. And, uh, and yeah. And, uh, that's pretty much all I've got. Uh, I guess as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can. <laughs>